Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Grand rising. Welcome, welcome to my tiny house village. It is a beautiful day in Orlando, Florida. And I got to spend time with my grandchildren this morning before they went to school. Got to bless them, talk to them. Grandchildren are amazing, amazing, seven-year-old and a nine-year-old every day that they are here. Just teach me something about patience, about their brains, how their brains function, and so much more. So whatever, if you have grandchildren, really tune into uh, their lives, their energy, and learn something. Be a be a students with your grandchildren, and every opportunity, be ready to shine some wisdom into their lives. Hallelujah. So thank you for joining me this morning. I have a very special guest today. Uh, Ashonda Jackson is joining me, and I met this woman on Facebook. That's why I love Facebook, because you get to meet people from all over the planet on Facebook. And uh, 
I just looked at her gra her art. She's a graphic designer. And I looked at her beautiful colors on her face, but, and I'm trying to avoid this light through my door that is just uh, shining brightly. So please, uh, I'm trying to avoid it, but I guess I really can't see it shining on me, whatever I do. So anyway, that's why I'm moving side to side. And I don't want you to see my full kitchen. It's not really a mess, just but it's just my kitchen. So I'm going to turn either way. So LaShonda, Ashonda is joining me this morning to give her amazing testimony of overcome. And so millennial is the um, description of her age group and her journey uh, in terms of uh, generational influence and, and learning. And so I'm going to play a little clip after we do our joint rolling of what is a millennial because it, it's an important description that helped us, as, even as baby boomers, respect. Respect this generation of movers, shakers, growing, and upcoming leaders of our society. That's what I, I looked at her as a leader, an upcoming leader, if not already a leader. So you want to invite your friends, relatives, to hear this amazing testimony of what millennials went through, just like boomers. We all have something in common, and that is our childhood experience. Our childhood experience, that's what we have in common. And I want you to hear her testimony of uh, trauma, um, abuse, all that, and realize even though she had the same childhood experience, she's from a different generation, we have that in common to overcome. Our creator puts us in the body of a, a woman and we grow into a baby and we come out and we experience different environments for sure. But we all have very, very similar experiences. So that's what we're going to talk about today and learn and appreciate and celebrate. I am celebrating the millennials today. Uh, because we also have a millennial running for president. I'm like, really? Is that? I am excited about Vivek Ramaswamy, and the man's not perfect in any way. People are coming out and saying he's this, that, the other. But the fact that a millennial is running for president for the very first time, I believe. Actually, we may have had Kennedy or another past president. He may have been a millennial. But today, after all these old white men being in the White House, eh, I'm excited about this generation of millennials coming forward to be leaders in our our country, to teach us something, and to help us grow into the new dimension. So that's what the show is going to be all about. I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to uh, sharing Ashanda with you. And, teach, and, and helping you understand uh, the importance of celebrating our millennials in our, in, in our society and in our neighborhoods. So welcome, 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 everybody. And uh, I am on Facebook. So I always, now that I'm on Facebook, I want to uh, welcome my Facebook uh, friends not Facebook, but YouTube. I am on YouTube now. So I want to share uh, with you in my uh, YouTube family 
my journey to Tiny House, Beata's Tiny House Village. That's what my my audio, video introductory video on YouTube, if you haven't been there, go to Beata's Tiny House Village. And this, I created this vi this video to introduce you to me and my journey to Beata's Tiny House Village, which I'm going to be soon posting a three-day journey to Cuba. Oh, what a beautiful place. And I'm going to be posting that soon. So let's listen to Viata's tiny, and see if you're on Facebook and YouTube, you can see my tiny house village journey. Here we go. tiny house living and experience and and I took all of every one of those pictures I took myself and videos and someone asked me or a couple of people have asked me did you really have cows and horses absolutely for five years I had cows and horses on both sides of the property that my tiny house on wheels was located and I remember one day waking up and taking a walk uh, to the main road and there was this big red cow staring at me at the end of my path and on the other property and I'm like a big red cow what does that mean oh my goodness I mean he was just standing there facing me like hey I've been waiting for you so that's the type of um, experiences I've had where I take out my animal speaks books and say okay what is a big red cow mean and that's how you begin to connect with nature and the creator, is seeing these unusual circumstances that you say, oh, that's just a coincidence. Eh. And you look at what the Animal Speaks book is telling you about that animal, and that's when you begin to really connect with the divine order of your life, that messages are coming to you through animals, through bees. I have bees on the beach following me. I have bees everywhere. I had bees show up everywhere I was going in the most unusual places, and I knew that that was a message for me, for, particularly for me. Even in, I had a bee on the trampoline out here that I woke up one morning and the bee was dead on the trampoline. I'm like, wow, what does that mean? So my message, my point is, Pay attention to animals when they show up in your life unexpectedly. 
they are really bringing a message from the divine spirit creator of love. It's a message of love, always love. And even if it may seem startling or, or uncomfortable, it's a message of love to help you on this path, similar to what my guest is going to share in her life. But I know you came here to do some joint rolling because you want to get high on life. So let's do a little joint rolling. And we always play uh, Time for Healing by the Sounds of Blackness. That's what they're called. Sounds of Time for Healing by the Sounds of Blackness. And we start out with some, let's start off even before the music with some neck rolling because if you slept all night in a position uh, other than straight on your back, head up, then your neck might be a little stiff. Those muscles are not used to turning, sleeping in this position or that position or this. So we want to loosen up the muscles first, like chin to chest, and just slowly circulating the head and stretch. You're feeling the stretch of the muscles, slowly loving. Loving, loving, loving your neck muscles by stretching them. That's that's really an act of love when we stretch these muscles. Why? That's what they were given to us. Our muscles were given to us to stretch and use this body to the utmost. So let's pause there and go the other direction. Stretching, stretching the muscles, and you're actually stretching your shoulder and your back muscles, too, when you do this. You're activating the muscle energy in your body when you do this. And so this is why we come to joint rolls and love on ourselves. Pause, and let's put some music on, and let's do some shoulder rolls before we get on our back and kick up our legs. So let's do it. Time for healing.
You're improving the circulation in this area and in your legs. If you And again, do this about 10 times each leg. And if you can, more, but this is gonna improve your circulation, improve your lymphatic system because you have a lymph system that actually drains right here in the groin area and it's gonna uh, lubricate the hip area. All right, bring those knees to the chest, hug those knees, rock side to side, give your spinal cord a little massage there. Spinal cord massage, Ooh, deep breath, take in a deep breath, ease. breathe in, breathe in, and roll to one side and push up. Let's get, come back up, here we are, and we did it, we did it, and we want to give, try and block that light. We want to rub those hands together, stir up the energy in your body, stir up that good loving energy, and place those hands the back of the neck, squeeze and release. Squeeze and release. You should feel this all the way to your toes it, because your vagus nerve is activated when you do this, and it, it's activated, stimulated, I'll say, and it goes all the way to the toes. So I find that whenever I have tension in my shoulders or in my body, this is one of the best tools to use to release that tension is squeeze and release the area behind your neck. And then just pat down the shoulders and the arms, pat down the shoulders and the arms. Give your uh, pit of your, under in your armpit, a little massage. You wanna massage that to keep the lymph system going. Tap on the middle of your chest, that's your thymus gland. Gonna be very important this winter to keep this thymus gland activated. Breathing in and out, breathing in and out. Massage around the breast. Get the breast massage. Squeeze on the breast. Yes, squeeze on the breast because all in here are all kinds of glands that need to be stimulated and released. And then go down to your navel. Tap around the navel. That's your microbiome area. And tap around it in a circle in both ways. And then lastly, let's just give our adrenal glands and kidneys a little love. Tap back here, stimulate those kidneys and adrenal glands. Rub them, give them a good rub and say, I love you kidneys. I love your adrenal glands. Thank you, thank you, thank your kidneys for doing an awesome work. Woohoo! There, we have given our bodies a beautiful love massage, a love rolling. Now, let us Stimulate this brain, open our ears to hear what we need to hear this August 25th, 2023. So I'm going to tilt my laptop and let you see my beautiful ceiling where my flowers, my plants are growing all along my beams. So happy. And we're going to go into our studio. Oh, dear into our studio where the light is shining brightly on me. I tried to put up my, uh, let's see if I can move this. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay, so the light is not good. Welcome, welcome everybody to Health and Wellbeing with Viata. I have a very special guest.
coming on today, Miss um, LaShonda, oh no, Ashonda Jackson, and we're celebrating her as well as millennials. Ashonda Jackson, I met on Facebook, as I said, I was so uh, impressed and surprised and excited about her testimony because what I recognized in Ashonda as well as every generation, whether it's a baby boomer or a millennial, is that Ashonda has had the same experience or a similar experience of childhood trauma, abuse, challenges that most of us have had. So she has overcome that, though. She has, she has this amazing story to tell us about her journey, and that's why I'm so excited to have her on the show. Because she represents to me, let me see if I make sure, Ashonda, if you are in the studio, I've got quite a few people, press the number one, and I'll open your mic, because I've got quite a few numbers here, and I'm not sure which one is hers. But Ashonda, open up, uh, let's see, see if I can find her phone number. Open up, I'll open up your mic when I see uh, a one, press one. And I'll open up your mic. Let's see. Oh, she's in my, she's actually in my uh, messenger file. I I was messaging her. I don't even think uh, we've had, okay, she's a 704. Okay, so she's not here yet. So little clip on what millennials are. And then uh, if she, if she's delayed, then uh, we'll talk about uh, what it means in health and well-being to celebrate the younger generations, and to partner with them to help them be successful. So here's a little clip I found about, let's see if it's uploaded yet, millennials. What is a millennial? People might be confused, the dates and all that. So here's a little um, clip about millennials. Grouped together in society by this all-encompassing term millennial, it applies to people who were born in the years between 1980 and 1995. This group of people were given the name millennials because they would be the first graduating class of the new millennium, 2000. Millennials have also been referred to as echo boomers. The reason for this is that there was a major surge in birth rates in the 80s and 90s, making millennials the children of the baby boomer category of people. The group before millennials are Generation X, who are generally between 38 and 53 years old. Because this group is the generation before millennials, it means millennials should really have been called Generation Y, but it's the catchier millennials title that has been chosen. Looking further back in time, Gen X's parents, or people aged between 54 to 72, have been given the term baby boomers. Now who chooses what category they fall into? There are no set age guidelines in place to determine which category someone falls into. However, technology and the evolution of the way people live is a major factor. Millennials grew up when landline phones and dial-up internet were still a thing. Whereas post-millennials, also known as Generation Z, people aged from newborn to 21, are most accustomed to smartphones, smart TVs, and 4G. Gen Zers have been christened the Linkster generation due to the amount of time they spent connected to their phones. 
Other than age, millennials often have more liberal views politically when compared to other age groups. Many of them work in communications and technology and have grown up through the Great Recession, meaning they had a slow start to their careers. Now, who decided the word millennial? It stuck in society after first being used in a children's magazine article in 1993. Millennials are often regarded as being more independent than previous generations and prioritizing a healthy work-life balance. Now, here's a question. Why do we name the different generation? What does it do for us as a society? Let's talk about it in the comments below. Well, I hope your question was answered. If it was, please click the like button below the video. Subscribe to the channel if you're new and you like the content. And as always, keep those questions coming. Oh, I hope that um, cleared up any questions about who a millennial is, what a millennial is. So we're going to take our break. And um, again, I'm waiting for Ashunda to show up. And until then, uh, if you have any health questions at this point, uh, I'm going to be talking about the, the fear-mongering going on right now and how we need to prepare for it. Again, they're already start starting to suggest masks need to be worn. Really? Are we going there again? Or the question for the, next, the rest of the year is, will you comply? Will you comply to something that could ruin your health again? So let us uh, take a deep breath. Breathe in, breathe in, exhale, breathe in, breathe in, and exhale, and let us uh, take a break for now, and we'll come back and look for our guests to show up and uh, talk about what is going on in our society that can improve our health. No matter what's going on in the news, I hope you're not watching TV news, but you're going to YouTube and selecting whatever you want to hear, not going to CNN, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, all those major news networks have an agenda and a script for you to brainwash, to fear, put you in fear, and to propagandize you to death. So let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, we'll continue with health and well-being news and information. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve a peaceful harmony and the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Are you constantly arguing with your spouse? Are your children misbehaving and acting out? Is someone in your family abusing drugs? Have you been the victim of domestic violence? Are you grieving over the loss of a loved one? Let us help you restore serenity to your life. At Serenity Family Social Services, 
We understand that good mental health is a result of emotional well-being. Our goal is to assist you and your family in removing emotional distress and restoring harmony and balance to your lives. We offer individual, couples, and family counseling. I'm Howard Williams, CEO of Serenity Family Social Services. Call us today at 312-315-4820. That's 312-315-4820. Everything you need, what your body needs, is found in nature. So Susan Essentials doesn't do it any other way. Susan Essentials provides your employees and individuals access to over 20,000 nutritional products. And they are shipped direct to your door. Because Susan Essentials is certified in plant-based healing, we're permitted to offer you the best nutritional supplements on the planet. They're non-GMO and sustainably produced. And we take the guesswork out for you. Let Susan Essentials help you take control of your health today. I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face to face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On-air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on-air everywhere, online all the time. for joining me this morning, Health and Well-Being with Viada. I come every Friday morning to share my experience from over, it's been over 35 years 
of um, <clears throat> holistic health field training, whether 10 years in a health food store, seeing customers every day, and then loads of certificates on my wall of just study, 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 study. But I find today I'm putting everything into practice that I've learned over the last 50-some eh, years to bring us all to harmony, unity, love with self, number one, love with self. Fly, fly, fly is my belief. First, love yourself. And then we can love millennials and generation A, B, C, D, whatever. And that's the part of the health and well-being today that I'm promoting is getting to know uh, this millennial who I met on Facebook. And I was just so impressed with her artwork. She's a, a, an art, uh, um, a graphic art, a graphic designer artist. And she's doing her own thing. She's in her, her own business. She's doing hair. She's doing all these things. And when I heard her testimony of her childhood, I was like, whoa, okay, you and millions of others have experienced the domestic abuse, the problems, the challenges, early pregnancy, whatever, and yet you overcome. So I'm just really looking forward to having you meet uh, this beautiful young lady, Ashonda Jackson. And uh, so we're going to, okay, I have a caller who's pressed one. So let me open up the mic, and then we're going to get <clears throat> to some more information until uh, my guest shows up. So let's see. We have three, one, oh, this is uh, our executive producer, Naima Latif, Grand Rising. Yes, Grand Rising. Yes, uh, quite a um Remarkable young woman, and looking forward to hearing from her. And and you were mentioning the fact that uh, we're we're about to get um, exposed to another round of fear mongering. So I just wanted to say a quick word about that because a lot of people went Thank through you. I think that a word about that. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were just in terror of breathing air. And yeah. so, like you mentioned, you know, they got talked into suppressing <laughs> the inflow of oxygen by covering their face. And they were believing that this was going to protect them from dying. And I just wanted to say nothing protects you from dying. You came here as a soul with an exit plan. And there are many souls that took the opportunity for the coronavirus uh, as their exit because their souls are ready to just leave Earth as it is and, and maybe come back when it has evolved to its higher level. All of the spiritually connected people know that we're ascending to a fifth-dimensional state. And so your soul made that choice if you're one who exited. Now, there are people who got the virus that didn't die from it. They didn't pass away. And that it wasn't their time to go. But for those who are worried about getting sick, you can create an immunity to any virus and any other disease, and it's simple. And those who have been paying attention to the spiritual teachers that are right in front of us all over the Internet, explaining how it works. 
We are vibrating energy. If you raise your vibration to a higher level, you will not get sick. You will you cannot be penetrated by a virus or any other thing attacking your body. If you raise your vibration to the vibration of love. Now it sounds real simplistic, but it's a reality. It's a physical reality. And wisdom teachers have been telling us this for years. Now what isn't love is Judgment of others, shame, guilt, fear, and all of these things that become a part of us when, like you said, we watch those network shows, fear-mongering, or, which, you know, a lot of religious people think, well, you know, I believe in God and I should be. No, but see, you say you believe in God, but how judgmental are you to everybody who doesn't think like you think? That lowers your frequency. That makes you susceptible to illness. Live in a state of non-judgment and absolute love for all beings, no matter what they are, where they are, who they are. Live in a state of absolute love and acceptance of people for whatever they are, and you will not get sick from any virus. That is the answer. The government's not going to tell you. The health professional's not going to tell you. The religious people are not going to tell you because they haven't gotten over their judgment. So they're the ones, they're still getting sick too because they haven't understood what their own spiritual teachers taught them. They didn't get it. If you understand it, you will never have fear of illness, and you will never get sick. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you, Naima. And we're going to be bringing you um, that message for the next, for the rest of the year, let's just say, because as the sun moves further south, as it's doing this morning, show me this morning, the sun came in at a different angle this morning. Then the weather gets colder and your body is going to respond to not just the environment of the weather, but your treatment of your body. And I wanted to share with you, let me see if my, my guest is here. My guest's not here yet. So my granddaughter is nine years old, and she. I go over to the house this morning, and she says, Grandma, um, I think I'm sick, because so, she's all congested, and she loves cheese. But here's an immature, childish way that we can respond, or a mature way we can respond. Now, a nine-year-old, seven-year-old, I, I brought out her the herbs in the cabinet because she said her snot was greenish, Okay. If your snot, if your mucus coming from your mouth or your nose is clear, that's normal. You want to just blow your nose, blow your nose, and uh, keep going, and and drink more fluids, okay? Because it usually means you're dehydrated. Now, if you've got uh, yellow or green, I think she said it was yellow. That's an infection of sorts. That's a back, that's a heavy accumulation of bacteria, yellow or green snot. When the, the mucus starts changing colors, your mucus uh, ingredients or uh, content are changing. That means your, your body is just uh, trying to get rid of all the bacteria that you produce over with the milk and all the other uh, processed foods that we put in the body. So what do you want to do when you've got green mucus or, or yellow mucus or colored mucus? 
you want to start, number one, eliminating the processed food, which is going to be hard for a nine-year-old to do, or you start taking some strong herbs like echinacea, golden seal. There's vitamin C. Let's just say if you want to really simplify your response to green mucus, yellow mucus, any color other than clear that you need to respond to, not react, because this is the normal process that the body goes through. And as Naima pointed out, if you're loving yourself, you're not going to have this condition for long because love is the most powerful energy in the universe. If you're loving yourself, doing your joint rolling, the joint rolling that we do uh, every Friday morning and that you can do every morning, it is draining your lymphatic system. If you're not doing that joint rolling every morning, your lymphatic system is going to get clogged. You're going to have a poof here instead of a puff under your arm. Your body is going to, like a, a, a stagnant river, your body's going to start accumulating yellow, green, blue, uh, red mucus. Red really is serious. If you have blood coming out of your nose, that's more serious. So but here's the response for you. The response is more fluids, more water, more tea. I'm drinking right now something called a throat tea because after talking so much, usually um, – let me see. I'm going to give uh, Naima my guest number so she can give her a call and see how she's, if she's okay. Um, but mucus, mucus, looking at the color of your mucus, you want to determine what type of response you need. Okay, there's uh, 704-441-934. Okay, there you go. I sent, Naima, I sent you uh, my guest number. So we can just check on her and make sure she didn't oversleep. So um, responding to the mucus, not reacting like, oh, my goodness, I've got green mucus. I need, I need to go to a doctor. That's a reaction in my mind. Reaction is, oh, I need to go to the hospital. I need to go right away. Instead of starting your breathing, deep breathing, deep breathing, in and out, deep breathing, that's a response to find from your body that you're out of balance. It's all about balance, balance, balance. It's all about balance. Your body gives you signs, joint aches, mucus running out, running out, uh, red swelling, inflammation, inflammation, inflammation. These are the signs your body gives you that you are out of balance. So respond is water, teas. Sunshine, sunshine, and more exercise, moving your body, moving your body. If you don't have a lot of energy, the best exercise is your joint rolling. Legs up, kick those legs up, roll those ankles, move your, your lower leg up and down. So you can just stay in the bed. In fact, my dad, as he got older, he died at 95. As he got older, he used to just sit in the chair, raise his legs, move his legs up, up and down, bend his. He, he knew what to do, and then that's what he taught me, uh, to keep his circulation improving or, or, or not getting worse. He would just sit in his chair most of the day, raising his legs, moving his knees up and down, twirling his feet around. He knew exactly what to do, even though he couldn't move a lot. 
but he kept his circulation improving. So again, as we move into the the end of the year, winter, cold months, we want to be conscious, aware of the fear mongering that's coming at us. And we don't want to be reacting. Oh, we got to need a vaccine. That's, this is what's coming, folks. They got another one down the pike. And if you haven't been paying attention the last few years, a lot of people are dead now because, uh, because they reacted. They reacted to the fear-mongering and the propaganda to um, profit the corporations that benefited from the fear-mongering virus. So here we are again, uh, phase two of the fear-mongering corona madness. Oh, my goodness. Here we go again. Just when we thought we were free to go to the beach and breathe freely and have fun, no, they got another one coming. Uh, so pay attention. And my, my advice to you, my loving advice to you is don't react. Respond. Respond. And my response is going to be, I will not comply. I'm not complying with your madness and your mask or never the jab. I'm not complying with your mask. That's re- that's nonsense. And I'm going to do a show, I think, next Friday about why masks are dangerous. Because uh, you can wear a mask if you want, but I'm going to have to um, uh, increase the information for us to make that decision wisely, whether to wear the face, what some people call a diaper, a mouth diaper or not. If you have enough knowledge, information, and there's so much out there, people have been doing research, tests, all kinds of things to show how dangerous it is to be covering your mouth in any types of situation. Now, when I went to China, about 15 years ago, everybody was wearing a mask 15 years ago. There was no virus. The pollution was off the chain, okay? And when I went to Cuba even uh, last month, there was a lot of uh, pollution in the air because they don't drive new cars in uh, Havana, Cuba. It's very polluted with car exhaust. So what happened to me when I came back to the United States a day or two after I got back, I started having congestion. I started coughing. A natural, I think a natural response to my body, breathing in all that uh, polluted air in Cuba because of all the old cars and all you could, I mean, you're walking down the street and you're seeing smoke coming out of these old cars. But why? Because it's a communist country. They don't believe in uh, importing uh, new corporations' products, even if the new cars are not as polluting. And there's no McDonald's and fast food places in Havana. I couldn't find that one. No McDonald's, no uh, Kentucky Fried, no uh, fish, whatever, nothing. No nada, nada, nothing, which is good because you got a lot of skinny people in Cuba walking around really fast. Energized. They're energized in um, that country because they're not putting a lot of processed foods in their body. So we are waiting for our guests. And since we have a lot of new uh, listeners that have just shown up, I want to just play this millennial um, audio 
to help you know what, and when I say we're celebrating a strong overcoming millennial, this is the definition of millennial. Grouped together in society by this all-encompassing term millennial, it applies to people who were born in the years between 1980 and 1995. This group of people were given the name Millennials because they would be the first graduating class of the new millennium, 2000. Millennials have also been referred to as Echo Boomers. The reason for this is that there was a major surge in birth rates in the 80s and 90s, making Millennials the children of the Baby Boomer category of people. The group before Millennials are Generation X, who are generally between 38 and 53 years old. Because this group is the generation before Millennials, it means millennials should really have been called Generation Y, but it's the catchier millennials title that has been chosen. Looking further back in time, Gen X's parents, or people aged between 54 to 72, have been given the term baby boomers. Now who chooses what category they fall into? There are no set age guidelines in place to determine which category someone falls into. However, technology and the evolution of the way people live is a major factor. Millennials grew up when landline phones and dial-up internet were still a thing. Whereas post-millennials, also known as Generation Z, people aged from newborn to 21, are most accustomed to smartphones, smart TVs, and 4G. Gen Zers have been christened the Linkster generation due to the amount of time they spent connected to their phones. Other than age, millennials often have more liberal views politically when compared to other age groups. Many of them work in communications and technology and have grown up through the Great Recession, meaning they had a slow start to their careers. Now, who decided the word millennial? It stuck in society after first being used in a children's magazine article in 1993. Millennials are often regarded as being more independent than previous generations and prioritizing a healthy work-life balance. Now, here's a question. Why do we name the different generation? What does it do for us as a society? Let's talk about it in the comments below. Well, all right, that's a little a brief explanation of millennials. Most of them are born uh, between 1980 and whenever. And I believe my guest is in the studio. So I'm going to open up her mic and introduce her to you. Uh, 704441, is that Ashanda? Yes, this is me. Hi, Grand Rising. Welcome, my dear. We are so uh, excited to have you here. In fact, uh, let me welcome you. I think we, I thought that we had an applause here, but I don't see it. But welcome. And how are mm-hmm. you this morning? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm talking about what is a millennial? You are the children of baby boomers, so I would love to have you start, introduce yourself by what was it like to grow up as a child of a baby boomer? I'm not even really sure what that is. That's me. <laughs> that's, that's the older generation. Yeah. So can, you tell me what you, can you tell me what that is, and then I can tell you what I am. Okay, your parents are considered baby boomers. They were born in, say, the 50s, okay? Okay. And you were born in 19, what, 80-something? 
81. 81, my, my son's age. So yes. you're my son, and your parents were born probably in the So what was it like, just in general, nice. what was it like growing up with your your Growing up, say that again, please. What was it like in your household growing up as a child? Yeah. In my household growing up with my parents, yeah. Well, it was me and my brother and my mom. That's that's how I grew up. That's what I known for a while. I knew that, like, up until I was nine, then someone else came into the household. But it was basically me, my mom, my brother, and that's just who we knew, my mom. And she taught us things and that's you know what it was just us so it wasn't like we was from you know seeing other people and mingling with other people everything i learned was basically from her what city are you from um charlotte charlotte north carolina yes charlotte north carolina Okay, so you grew up in the South, so you didn't really have very harsh weather, right? Being a, being the child of a single mom, I'm just envisioning not only were oh, you yeah. uh, you and your brother, but you didn't have a lot of harsh weather, right? No, no. We was outside, yeah. We could be outside. And what did your mom do for a living? Um, my mom, she worked at different places, Um. Subway, hotels, just different for different places. Okay, so she wasn't really college educated. Um, she went to college when she was nineteen, but she I don't think I think she graduated and didn't, you know, didn't go further, but she went to a college. She was supposed to okay. go really to a college when she had me at nineteen, but I guess that stopped it. Okay, so you didn't know your father at all? Um, my father, my mom and my father wasn't together at the time, so he, I guess I would see him coming up as a child, you know, he wasn't in the household. So you weren't close to your father? Yes, I I grew as I got older. And I was able to know who my father was then, yeah. But, but you did not have the age of nine. Another person came into my life, which was my mom's boyfriend. Okay, so. let me let me set this this scene. You you did not have a close relationship with your father during your young right. Years. Okay, right. No. So no. I want to just set that because that's a typical situation for many many people. And that affects their life as adults. But I want to, as you get into yes. your own testimony, I want people to see how it's a, you're able to overcome the less than perfect childhood. Now, who was this person who came into your life at nine years old? A male figure, right? And what happened with yeah, that? Yeah, a male figure. Someone my mom knew. Yes, a male figure, her boyfriend. Okay, and what happened with him? Misused his uh, authority and you know, took my childhood. He took your childhood. So you're talking about sexual abuse? Yeah, sexual. Yeah, I'm a sexual abuse survivor. 
Okay, so your mother's boyfriend moved in or at nine when you were nine? Mm-hmm. And you and he became uh your sex partner. Mm-hmm. At what age did that happen? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. And what was the result of that relationship? Um fifteen I was pregnant. With his child? Yes. Yeah. Okay, now did your mother know what was going on? No. No. So this is um this is uh this is a a wonderful time for baby boomers and any other generation to understand that these things were going on in households all over the world, if not the, this country, and especially in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, uh, and so everywhere. We're, become, we're becoming used to, I know I am, I'm becoming used to these shocking stories where a nine-year-old uh, is introduced to a boyfriend, a mother's boyfriend, child at 15. Now, your mother, you, did your mother know that this was his child? No. No. She didn't know until when. Did you ever, have you ever told her? Um. Well, when I found out, basically, because I was just a young child, not really knowing I was pregnant. So, right. once I found out, she found out, basically. And how did she respond or react to that news? Did she throw, did your boy, did her boyfriend ever get thrown out of the house? Yeah, yeah it, we wasn't in the house during the time, you know. No, during the time it transpired, everything came down to it. No, I was older. I have got my own place when I was 19, so I'm I'm 41 now. I've been on my own. Ashonda, what did you do to be able to get your own place with your own with your child with you was your did you keep your child all that time um my first child my daughter um yeah. i actually yeah i actually went to atlanta because i had a second child okay and so i left my child with my mom and i went to atlanta and I was pregnant with my second child. And so, um, no, I was, I was pregnant with my last child. So I left my kids with my mom, both and Michael I- and, yeah, both of my children. I left them with my mom. So Okay, so do you have now? Three. Three children, and you've been a single mom. Yes, and I had one in 2007, but she didn't make it. Okay. So, and yeah. where are the fathers at this point? Um, Two deceased and one living. Two of the fathers of your children are deceased and one father mm-hmm. is still alive. So is he yes. involved with children? Um, yes, he knows my other kids, and he's involved in his child's life, yes. Okay, praise y'all. So thank you, Ashonda, uh, for being so transparent. 
And our, the whole reason for you sharing is that you might help other people realize how, how, how much we all have in common. Your story yeah. is story, but it's not unusual. I, I think there are probably worse. And, and for you to say that, for you to say that, it makes me feel unusual. It makes me because it's unusual to me. I've never, I, I can't, I've never heard my story. I, I, I can't hear my story back to me, but I've never heard anyone else's story that could, that symbolizes that makes me feel like, oh, that could be me. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? The way you saying it and how you, you know, that's how I feel. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> we got, thank you. <laughs> we're yes. going to take a quick break. Stay there. We're going to take a quick break, commercial break. When we come yes. back, we want to hear what you're doing today to have oh and how you have overcome all of that uh, dysfunctional, yes. if you will, challenging uh-huh. young life. Because you're 41 now, you're an adult, but yet I'm so yes, so impressed with what you're doing today. Uh, Thank you. You've been, you've been guided by the Creator to overcome. Thank you. As, when we're paying attention. We're going to overcome everything. But we'll be right back. So yeah. hang it. Stay with us. We'll be right back. All right. Are you constantly arguing with your spouse? Are your children misbehaving and acting out? Is someone in your family abusing drugs? Have you been the victim of domestic violence? Are you grieving over the loss of a loved one? Let us help you restore serenity to your life. At Serenity Family Social Services, We understand that good mental health is a result of emotional well-being. Our goal is to assist you and your family in removing emotional distress and restoring harmony and balance to your lives. We offer individual, couples, and family counseling. I'm Howard Williams, CEO of Serenity Family Social Services. Call us today at 312-315-4820. That's 312-315-4820. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com, where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Viato. Joining us this morning is a, a collective, unified, uh, plural here. And if you're watching on Facebook, you can make a com- leave a comment there. If you're on YouTube, 
by all means, leave a comment, and I'll see it uh, as I view the comment section. And then you can listen on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, or you can just call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to comment or ask my guest a question. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Shonda Jackson, a badass woman, entrepreneur, <laughs> uh, CEO, who has overcome what uh, the average person in the United States seems to have been through. Uh, there's just the more you talk to people, the more you interact with people, the more you realize her story is not unusual, and it's, it is unique to her and her journey. And it, we're here today to uh, hear from her how she overcame that dysfunctional family, blah, 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 uh, in, her, in her journey. And she's now a mother, an entrepreneur, and more. So, Ashonda, how did yes. you get to what you're doing today? Going through it, enduring it. Okay. I mean, I mean, just just going through the process of my life. Yeah. Growing. Yeah. So you're, yeah. What are all the things you're involved in that bring money into your household? Um, well, the things that I'm hoping to bring money really into my household. Um, I do hair. I um. I do read home decor stuff, earrings, anything with fashion, you know, decorating stuff, just like overall creative person. Okay. And what turned it around for you as far as um, the struggle? Now, would you say you were struggling for a while and, and, and in stress, oh, yeah. more stress? Than you are now. Are you in less stress than you were before? Yes, very much so. Yes, very, very much. Yes. And what was what I'm was the mindset? Yes. What was the mindset that got you out of less out of the stress life you were living? The difference in between. Um, the the world hearing people around you saying things and you feeling a, a, another way. Okay. People around you they're speak they're saying things and but that's not necessarily how I feel or what's going right. on with me. Yeah. Right. So I had to start recognizing that. What I was what I was expecting it was coming out of me. That's what I needed to listen to. And what are you hearing coming out of you? Spirit, my spirit, my soul, the me, who I am, solely here, a human being. To learn, you know, who who I am as a person. And so we we all have these 
sometimes we run into people who are very negative. And and yes. that's what I hear saying is that you had a lot of people around you bringing a oh, negative yeah. energy, a negative influence, a negative yes. uh, word, uh, and creating for you maybe a, at first doubt about what you could do and what you couldn't do, who you are, what you are. And, and, and you and not even and not even sorry and not even knowing my reality, like right, like really right. what I was really like my reality for real. Yeah. And so what is that reality that you want people to know that who weren't listening and, and wanting to get to know you? That um, everything, things that you feel and you can hear in, the, in your inside, that's the real you. And you can listen to it even though everybody on the outside is really noisy and is loud, that is valid what you feel and can hear within yourself. And and so we have a lot of, we probably have a lot of baby boomers uh, on this platform and um, we're here to encourage you, my sister, um, because you're our children. And um, so if any baby boomers want to press one and speak, please press one and speak. We are in a place as Vivek Ramaswamy. I don't know if you know Vivek Ramaswamy is your age. I mean, he's actually younger than you, but he's running for president of the United States. And he's making a big impression on uh-huh. uh do you know of him? No, I don't. He's a millennial. But I will be you, need, him. you need to get to know him. I will him. be and knowing I, him after today. I will be researching him when I get off. <laughs> it's just a little bit. Saying, I will. You know what they're saying? They're saying there's no way a brown man, a millennial, is going to be president. I'm like, eh, it's, time. it's really wow. time for that. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's, no time better than now. Yeah, exactly. I'm tired of old white men in the White House. I'm tired of old white men politicians that haven't been saying nothing. That's right. So you, that's why it's time to stand up. It's time to stand up. Yes, and it's time for it's uh, no more time to sit down. It's really time to stand up. Yes, yes. It's really time for millennials, the new, the next leaders of uh, of this country of the world to speak up and say yes, what's on your And as Vivek likes to do, have a discussion or a debate with you. He is he doesn't uh-huh. hold back having discussions. So that's why I think he's growing in the polls and he's he's getting heard more. He's on the debate uh-huh. stage. And so uh, yes. I'm I'm all for him. If we need a president at all, it would I would pick him because oh, I yeah. I need a, need to move out the the lobby system needs to be taken down there's so many mm-hmm. things that in our that need to be changed Change. and yes. guess what he said sister if you agree with this he says yes, things ma'am. like it's time for a revolution you ain't gonna hear politicians saying it's time for a revolution i said stand up that's yeah. a revolution you ain't sitting down <laughs> you're not signing no paper. You're not signing no paper. 
and everything, everything, it it ain't using no pen either. Right. Everything that you needed to know is supposed to already been written down by now. It's time to stand. Yeah, yeah. We've got a caller who's pressed one, so I want to yes. open the mic to any callers who press one because you are our guest of honor, and uh, we yes. want to rain love on you so you can prepare to be the best leader uh, yes. for the future. Soon will this president order be rolled up and a new one spread out in its stead. And he Uh, explains the world's equilibrium hath been upset through the vibrating influence of this most great, this new world order. Mankind's ordered life hath been revolutionized through the agency of this unique, this wondrous system, the like of which mortal eyes have never witnessed. Andrew Nelson sees things from a Baha'i perspective. Andrew Nelson has known of the Baha'i Ministry of Order for decades. And this component is what makes me uniquely well-suited to be Mr. Trump's vice president. Uh, My (laughs) president, Donald J. Trump, is going to be reelected. I met this Vivek um, fellow. He's a nice guy. But um, it's Trump's time and Nelson's time to be vice president of the United States. And uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. can uh, be attorney general. And then I can run for mayor of Chicago and he can replace me as vice president. And there's a young guy in his 35th year named Gregory Smith who at the age of 10 attended a um, college. He's a genius. He was uh, featured on the Oprah Winfrey show in 1999 when 10 years old. And he would make an excellent vice president um, when I'm elected president, say, in 2028. Mr. Nelson, may I ask you a question, please? Uh, we don't know. The, the I think all politics is in, the hand, is in the hand of the creator, whatever you think. But I want to know, what do you want to give, what message do you want to give to Asunda specifically and for these millennials who have had this um, unique experience in their life, we all have. But what is your message to them about overcoming and shining and becoming the best they can be? Well, uh, Ms. Jackson, I um, wish you and your children the very best. And, um, you know, what... Um, uh, Viada said is um, correct that your story is not all that unusual. Ideally, uh, children should grow up free from being uh, sexually exploited and uh, violated by individuals who have access to them. But um, I wish you and your family the very best. Okay, and what advice, what wisdom would you pass on to her? I would um, suggest that um, you check out media.noy.org and learn about how the Nation of Islam respects black women. Say that again? It's important to know that... um, Black women are highly respected in the Nation of Islam, and that's an organization that I want um, 
Mr. Jackson to know about so that um, there'll be a source of encouragement as to uh, the standard of how black women and girls are to be treated. Okay. Um, I got an all time guy. I got an all time guy. Yeah, I got it all around. Go ahead. What is your religious experience these days? LaShonda, are you there? Yes. Yes. What's your religious experience these days? I'm spiritual. I grew up in the church, and I know the same God everybody say they know. But that's neither here or there. What is God to you? You know, my my friend and my uh, partner in life, we were at the beach, uh, and we were in the Melbourne area, and um, we decided everywhere we went to ask people who was God because there are so many people confused about that, who God is. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. if you grew up in church, you got your definition of God from the pulpit. He, he, God, mm-hmm. you get, he, God, he in the Bible. But as you said, what does it mean to you as a, a 41-year-old mom uh, who's aspiring to be her own businesswoman? What does it mean to you to have, quote, God and um, religion in your, or spiritual? What is your spiritual journey and yes, who is God? Yeah, spiritual. Yeah, because that's what it is to me. It's just that. It's just that. It's a, it's a, it's a voice. It's a still voice inside of me. It's just that. It's my faith. It's, it's that. It's of a mustard seed. And, and, and the, the physical eye can't see it. So it's a spiritual realm, and that's what it is for me. So, so God is not a he or a she for you, but just spiritual energy inside of you and a voice. Is that what you're saying? In us all, yes. In us all, yes. Bad and good, yes. Yes, in us all, the ability to change and the ability to to be a human and to live and exist as just as He made us. Just as he brought us in to this world. And so you see, you you, you refer to he again, and that's where we have been um, yeah. trained. That he is. Yeah, because of the, the what they're saying God is. It's a picture. It's a person. It's, so that I tend to say that because that's what, you know, people that is what as far as Christianity. That's why I say I'm not like a relig like religion person, religious person. Because for me so, that 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 it's a feeling. It's not a picture or nothing. Right. Okay. So when you look out into the world, do you see the creator in other things in the world? For instance, your experience but that it's a form like because a creator is somebody that makes something visually. He said he made us in his image. So he is a human being, but he's not walking on the face of the earth like we are. So he's not flesh. So I cannot see him walking beside me or nothing. He went into to be spirit, so he transformed. I mean, I know what I know, and that's what I stand on. And see, um, 
I I love that you are making a statement that you are spiritual and that you have a voice inside of you that is telling you truth. How about that? The voice yes. inside of yes. you speaking by or is it speaking truth? That's that's the question you might ask yourself every day when you do hear that voice. Are you hearing a lie or are you hearing truth? Right, 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 right. But uh, at one point, I could say that because I wasn't working on myself. I could say that because it was noisy. It drank, The world drowned it. I was not working on myself. So, yeah. That, so that will always be a quick. Yes, again. ma'am. Go ahead. I said that when will always say- be a quick person that's not working on themselves. What does that mean, working you on yourself? what that is yet. Say that again. What does that mean, working on yourself? Um, basically trying to find out who you are as a person, finding what you believe in, and finding your 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 inner strength. So when I look at your 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 story as a child, you had at one time a belief as a young uh, woman that a man could do what he wanted with you, and you submitted. Mm-hmm. And so you that was your belief at one time. Now, when Admiral Nelson Bay comes in and says, well, you need to be aware of the um, the Nation of Islam because they treat black women well, what do you think about that, knowing um, that as a young girl you were submitting to a man willingly after a while because that's what you believed and that's what you were uh, hearing in your mind, I right. guess, that you but today, when you hear, look, comparing what you went through as a child and the yes. submission you do as a young girl, and then today hearing yes. someone give you a wisdom at, well, the nation of Islam treats black women <laughs> well. What does, what does that say to you? I chuckle. I laugh. Like, I laugh. Because, like, at the end of the day, it does it like at the end of the day, a flesh a fleshly person is not is not what I'm I I don't have to submit to really at the end of the day. You you have you have a free will. We all have choices and decisions and free will. So who's saying that I'm signed over to anybody? To who? To do what they want to to me to what who gave that authority for any any man not just me for anybody because the soul he is the creator he's the one he's to say so who gave him who gave him that for him to say that yes that makes me feel like okay you ain't been through it but i still love you too and everybody don't go through what i go through but pain is pain I ain't say it had to be the same situation, but if you get pinched and you feel it, that's what I'm talking about. Do you feel it? Can you feel a pain? Do you feel it? And everybody has a different way of taking it and coping with it and a different story. But that doesn't make nobody, you know what I'm saying, wrong or right. It helps us all learn and grow. 
Sister, you just so at the some... end of the day, I didn't hear him saying nothing about love. I didn't hear him saying nothing that I I was interested in. Uh, are you talking about the last caller? Uh huh. That call. That okay. caller. I don't okay. Know. So. Okay. So thank you. Thank you for your response. Mm-hmm. Now here's here's the thing I want to bring out. Um, you just said some really deep words about pinching. Do you feel it? This yeah. is what I always. This is what I'm always threatening my seven-year-old grandson with. My granddaughter at yeah. nine years old get a lot of discipline. Mm-hmm. She's learning how to obey and do what she's supposed to do. And, yes, and then, But my grandson at seven years old, and I've been threatening all of them with pinching because their parents don't believe <laughs> banking. Okay, they believe yeah. in time. And I've been going for the last seven, nine years. I've known them before they were even born. I've been the last yeah. seven, nine years. Time out, time out. And then the same behavior comes back. Same time out, time out. And I'm like, this is getting really weird. <laughs> That's it. Time back out. and forth. Back okay. and forth. So when you said pinching, do you feel the pain, honey? Woo, honey. You just, and, you, and just you know open. what? And yeah. you know what? Another thing I be joking about too, because I love, I have fun. I love to have fun. I love to laugh, and I'm humorous. So, and I say yeah. I clip somebody. You know, when you trip somebody, they don't know when you're gonna do it. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like if you clip somebody and just out of the blue, they don't know. They gonna fall, and it's gonna be according to how you feel. The person that did it to them, that's how you gonna feel. I don't care, like. Your fall, you ain't gonna, you do not gonna know. So <laughs> that's just how I feel. So you're talking about intentionally putting your foot yeah. out and hate someone fall. A clip, like it, but not it, but what on them? It doesn't matter. But I'm just saying, intentionally doing something to somebody that somebody does not know you are going to do. Will hurt them. Pinch me, and I don't know they gonna pinch me. Somebody put a frog in my arm, and I don't know they gonna do it. Somebody clip me, and I fall on the ground. No, if I fall, trip me, and and I don't know it, it's gonna hurt me. I'm gonna feel some type of way. I don't know who seen me. Somebody gonna laugh. Like it's a lot of things that's in play with you know, like intentionally okay. doing something. Yeah, that okay. causes hurt. That okay, causes conflict. Let's take this to the next next uh, level of of learning and lesson. Somebody pinches mm-hmm. you. Somebody fall. Then what is your reaction or response? See, an immature. Let me tell you what happened to my grandson yesterday. We oh, were yeah. out. I was. He was on his <laughs> his uh, uh, toy, his uh, boogie yeah. board, or whatever you call it, folks, and he fell mm-hmm. and hurt his arm. And he cried yes. for about maybe 10 seconds. And then he started analyzing. But my arm hit, the, his arm was bleeding on the back. And as we're walking home, I had to bring this hoverboard because he didn't want to ride anymore. Okay. But his action was quick to cry. But his response, mm-hmm. he got the tears out, was, well, I'm glad my arm hit the ground because my back didn't hit. And then my hand, he's like analyzing the fall. I'm like, really? I'm glad I'm in one piece, but that's the, see, that's the gratefulness that we as adults don't have. Yes, that child yes, yes. 
if they're young and have that already. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I had that at such a young age. At least I'm in one piece. At least yeah. I'm whole. At least I made it out yeah. of that, and I'm still here. Absolutely. That's what that Absolutely. child sees. That's what that child, like, and that's the thing about it. People don't understand. It's deeper. It's deeper than, than whew, it's deeper than you would know. Yeah, uh, and we talk about on the female solution the need to stop spanking and abusing children. Did you get spankings when you were? Yes, and you know what? That's what I grew up seeing, and that's what and that and you know once I started having kids, that was the first no no for me. Boom! I that's the that was the first one. That was the first thing I I cut out. And that is not knowingly, but God, that was the first thing he did for me. You don't do what you see everybody else doing. Yeah, you don't do what you see. What you see, you can't do that. That ain't you. That ain't it. You can't do what you see them doing. And and that's a conviction and an intuition knowing that comes only from having an re- intimate relationship with the creator, the most high. Yeah. Is that e- even though your parents spanked you, uh, mm-hmm. but still, but, but you, but, and yet, you know, you don't want to spank them to discipline, but yet, you know, about pain. See, that's where mm-hmm. I am seeking to help people balance the idea of what pain, how we should react to pain, because there's a documentary about this company, Purdue, and I did a show last week about it, that people don't know how to react to pain, so they become addicted to a drug that eventually can kill them if they overdose, and that's what's happening in our society. Mm -hmm. Especially your generation, my sister, that people don't know how to handle pain. And I always feel like if our children, if my grandson gets a pinch now and then, he, and I'm actually, after I watched that documentary, I, I talked to my grandchildren about, you guys need to understand pain is sometimes But you have to okay. learn how to respond to it so you don't become one of these people who cannot manage their pain without a pill. And That's then you right. become addicted. So what is your feeling about that? Um, in what way? What do you mean? Like, as far as you, trying to your fix adult, something else? How are you managing pain in your adult life? Tapping in, to tapping in, doing the work. Like I once said again, doing the work. You know, doing my work, reading my scriptures, you know what I'm saying, watching the videos that I watch, just tapping in, networking. Just basically just strengthening myself, like encouraging myself and, you know, not inflicting more pain on myself, dealing with the pain I already got because I have enough, like not creating more, like just, just, just working on me. So it sounds like you have a, a more Christian faith. You said reading scriptures, right? Yeah, my yeah. I mean, my scriptures. Yeah, I read the Bible because I, like I said, I went to church all my life. So I read the Bible. I read different books. I read books. I love books. 
I always wanted to be a teacher, a librarian. I always wanted to be these things when I grew up. I always worked with people, people, kids. Like, I had a daughter at 15. I was playing school with the kids in the neighborhood, just getting out of the hospital with my daughter. She in the car seat. I got a whole little school classroom set up at my mom's house. I'm fresh out of the hospital, teenage, in school and everything. I got all the neighborhood kids, everybody kids come to my house to play school. And my and my newborn baby right there with us. Like, I've always been like that. Okay. We got another caller uh, that want to open the mic because I think you're bringing up some very valuable points for all of us to consider journey on this earth. So let me open up the mic of 312-882. Your mic is open. We on Yashalom. We don't die. We multiply. Black is beautiful as you are, uh, Sister. Uh, is that your Sister Jackson? Yes. Yes. This is uh, Brother in Black Power Forever, Brother Plump in Chicago, Illinois. I am a uh, Plump music pro- promoter and producer, and uh, I wanted to share a thought with you uh, in this light. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in terms of the word of God says to honor God, to honor your father and honor your mother and honor the elders. And I'm an elder, uh, uh, Sister uh, 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 Jackson and Dr. B. Uh, you know, we uh, have shared a lot of information, which is a key to success. So this is what I'm doing right now with the sister. Have you thought of your father and your mother being 5050 as your creator. And uh, I remember something that uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has put out in the uh, atmosphere on the planet Earth and the universe, that every time you look in the mirror uh, and you see uh, yourself or you see a black man or you see a black woman, then you're looking at God. And the nation of Islam they teach about God and and God is. So uh, as a he, it would be a God. And as a she, it would be a, a goddess. And I think that uh, uh, Brother uh, Admiral uh, Andrew Nelson Bay uh, uh, meant uh, well in, in, in terms of sharing information and the ideology of a concept that... Uh, you know, uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad also taught that uh, a nation will never uh, succeed no higher than a black woman. So it was a complimentary, and I com- uh, uh, also submit to a complimentary, and thank you for being an entrepreneur because I am a music promoter and producer uh, in plump music production, and as a result, uh, how do you feel about uh, your father and your mother being your creators, and how do you feel about uh, your life being that of a music, uh, uh, a music way of life, and that you uh, uh, is a person in music that have created your own harmony, uh, which yes. is to do for yourself and to help your own kind, which is your family first, and uh, to move forward uh, 
by encouraging uh, the young people uh, that uh, you have everything uh, that you need to solve any problems inside of yourself. And thank you Mm -hmm. for discovering the most important person it is living, and that is you. you. And thank you, Dr. D. And can I say something about what you just said a while ago? Uh, Because like what 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 defines people out here in this world is a a, a boy or girl because that's not what God sees. He don't see that. He don't see if you got a wig on because uh, now these days men can put on wigs and they think that it's a girl. So it doesn't matter about what you put on or what that doesn't define whether you a boy or girl or who you are. That other gender like spiritually like who you like who are you well, and that's the, that's the real that's the world need to wake up and see that because I you can put you on all that and you can be a, a dressed up garbage can you you could be saying what you're saying and not even working on yourself well i think you discovered your most important person to live living because you are working on yourself and yourself yes, become yes. a self a self-healing person. You are healing, yes, yes. you know, the things that went wrong in your life. You are healing uh, yes. yourself, and yourself equals to 23. That makes you a superstar to me. Uh, this Ooh. is Brother Plump in oh. Chicago, and, and you. you can reach me. You, you can reach me at 312-882-5555. And you're welcome to call me and 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 thank God for as as uh, uh, the female solution have had you on the program today, and you have mm-hmm. discovered uh, you as the most important yes. superstar of the day. And God bless yes. you and your family too. Thank you. And I appreciate you, you for your achievement because your mm-hmm. achievement uh, is a healing. Uh, within yourself, and that makes you a 23. A different personality, Ooh. but like a baby Oprah Winfrey, like the female oh. solution. Thank you. So thank God thank you. Uh, for us. All mm-hmm. right. Thank you, uh, Minister Plump, with encouraged first. Okay, LaShonda, what do you have? I thank oh, him. I- I- Ooh, that was powerful. Mm. And so we have, you know, we don't have to, in my opinion, we don't have to go to a church building to get those types of words of wisdom. Uh, we just have to connect with people like Minister Trump. And I'm going to send you his number in case you didn't okay. write it down. When no, you get that well, when you get that invitation from a person like Minister Plump, who is very wise and who has experience, mm-hmm. a senior, you want to take him up on that because these are the ones okay. who are going to help your journey forward, the ones who are I ready to it. give wisdom and help you. If you ever go to Chicago, yes, I'm you to Chicago and help you. And these are the people mm-hmm. you want to connect with. And as you said, yes. You use the scriptures for wisdom and, and inspiration. You as a millennial, yes. you need inspiration from something other than drugs and sex and all of that. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I do. And I know it's there. And I tap in. 
because I know it's another way. I knew it was another way anyway. I was just waiting on the way. I was just waiting on it. I knew. I know the other way. That we born into sin. He born that we we I came into sin. But he said the sun it don't rain all day. I'm right. able to be out here now and it's wet. It's wet. So it's gonna rain before I came outside, but it's not raining right now. So I'm right. I'm able to be out here and doing what I'm doing right now. But that was way back when. I see the residue from last night. I see the water. I see the rain. But I'm able to be out here and be dry right now without having to run in my house. So that's, 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 how, I be, that's how I see it. And that's why we're celebrating you and applauding you because we want you to feel the love today from this community Love is the most powerful energy in the universe. And it, we want you to yes. feel the love community. And we want to hear from you what you have I learned on this journey. Plump was asking you about how you feel about your mother and father. And I, I believe you yeah, told yeah. me your mother now. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, she lives with me, yeah. So what is your feeling about that? Having your mom in the house, how does that work or not work for you? What are some are you having challenges with that or is it really I did. well? I did. And that was the biggest thing. Like that was the biggest thing. I did have challenges with it because my mom always told me, When you leave out of my house, don't go live with a man. Have your own house, do your own thing. That was my mentality. That was and she didn't say maybe she'll be living with me too. I, when I was <laughs> younger, I was ready to leave. I was ready to do my own thing. I've been ready. When I once I had my daughter, it was on. Like it was no more Sonda. It was I put myself behind a long time ago. So it was like I had to adjust to me not I not being in control because I'm not in control. If I'm not the only one that has to say so in this. Oh, people that's older here and people that's a grown adult, I have to allow them to be who I allow myself to be, which is me and which is them. So I can't, so I had to, you know, surrender once again, you know, and it'd be like, oh, but I, I see myself as this is my life. This is what I, this is my journey. This is what I'm going through. You can only, this is what was dealt to, to Ashonda. Me. So. Now, how old is your mom? Oh, I want to say, I don't want to be 60. No, 58, okay, so, I think. 58, 59. Oh, 58, 59. Okay. Is she in good I'm health? Yes. So you're not having to take care of her in a way that she's disabled or anything like that? No. So she has her own job? Yes. Okay, so do you see this as an opportunity to grow as you um, learn to have respect and conversations with your mom? I Yeah, I'm willing. You're willing. Ha, <laughs> ha. <laughs> Is, is she willing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Of course. 
That's beautiful because your dad is what? He's is he still here and on the planet? Oh yeah, my daddy here. And do you enter do you have mm-hmm. any conversations with your father? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, my daddy's only my house all the time. I got a good relationship with him. Now as an oh. old <clears throat> That is awesome. <laughs> um because Yeah, both of them. Like I'm real close with both of them. Oh wonderful. Wonderful. So now, and then where are your children right now? Um, my kids are 27. My daughter's birthday was yesterday. Jada, woo-woo. <laughs> Happy birthday, baby. Yeah, she turned 27 yesterday. She's the oldest, my girl, and I have two boys, 21 and um, 17. Are they living with you? No. So they're out on their own? Yes. My son's 21, Michael, he's, um, he's in the Army. So okay. he's out of the Army now. He's 21, so he's out of the Army, and he's living his life, exploring life. And my daughter, she's um, she has a daughter, and she's pregnant now with a daughter, so I'm going to have another grandbaby. And my son, 21, he has a grand, I mean, a, a son. So I have two granddaughters and a grandson. And my 17-year-old, he's working on his last year in school. So. Wow, that is awesome. I applaud you because your children are adults and they're out of the house. Woo-hoo! And yes. they're not struggling so much, right? <laughs> they're having yes. what they do. And so you have such yes. an opportunity to learn from them and yes. be, uh, be at peace, okay? Yes, uh, on- that's it. And on Sunday, I'm doing a show with a, a, a health clinician a coach who's had a lot of struggle with her her peace and, and coming out of the fear of losing a child. So let me uh-huh. ask you, as an, my Sunday show is going to be about overcoming the fear of losing a child. You've got three children. What's your and attitude about that? And I lost one. But I, I lost one of my kids, though, that. I was like a week away from five months from having my baby. My baby was fully developed, and I actually had it, and it came out stillborn. So I actually okay. seen the baby and everything and had to, you know, so I've, I've dealt with a side of, of losing a child. Right, right. So how do you feel so about losing? Do you have any fears if your children were to transition before you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I have fears. Oh, yeah. All the time. Okay. But I ain't got no doubt. I, see, in my heart, I have faith, and I know transitioning is a part of life. So if that's, if that's what it's going to take, then that's what, you know, like at the end of the day, God, we all, he said we all must. So if I'm a fear for them, I fear for me. So it all goes in the, into sync. But the thing about it, he say, don't be worried. I still got him to, to, to lean on. I still got him to pray to. And, and I still can make my, while I'm here, as positive and happy and joyous as, as I can be. Yes. And let me tell you something, that another synchronicity. You said yesterday was your daughter's birthday? Yes, ma'am. Yesterday was yes, my sir. mother's birthday. Listen, honey. Yesterday yeah, that's was twenty three. That twenty three, uh-huh. and then he, what? Not yesterday. It was the twenty fourth. That was yesterday. Was the twenty? 
Okay, yesterday was my aunt's birthday. But the day okay. before that was my daughter's birthday. Okay, so all these Virgos, right? Yes. My mom my a mother, Virgo too, her birthday in September. But here's the funny thing. When you said yesterday was your mother's birthday and she I mean your daughter's birthday and she turned yeah. seven. My mother was born nineteen twenty seven. Wow. It's her birthday, but instead it's the twenty third. Uh, so you, we still have this. Okay, we have this energy flowing between us, my sister, yes. that connects oh, yeah. us. To have the this number. conversation today because mm-hmm. the universe is doing something in our lives to bring wow. us to for being. We got to have connections with love and encouragement wow. and and inspiration. So Thank you, the God. fact. Yes. Daughter turned 27 on my mother's oh, birthday, yeah. day before, and my oh, yeah. mother's birthday yesterday. That says the synchronicity yeah, of creating. And then check this out. Check this out. My birthday is December the 19th, and her first daughter's birthday is is uh, January the 19th. And this baby that's coming is supposed to be a day before my birthday, like anywhere between in December. So it could be my birthday, like. So yeah, you're you're paying attention uh, to the synchronicities of life that tell you everything is in divine order. Yes, ma'am. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't have fear. And so the next phase of your journey, I hope you'll tune in on Sunday night at eight. I'll send you the yes, flyer. Ma'am. Is to come out of any come out of any fear about losing your children. Come yes. out of it. Come out of it. And and part of the problem yes. is we attach. We attach to these labels, I'm your mother, you're my child, you're my son, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And, and as long right. as you if you lose them, stress, grief, what my daughter gonna, died. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yes. Like, yes. You, you shouldn't have to ask yourself that. You should already know. What What am I going to do? Like, see, that's where I'm at. Like, what am I going to do? That's what my child allowed me to be able to see. And what are you going to do now? What what are, what are you going to do? Right, right. That's the question. Yeah, yeah it can that's, be anything. It can be anything. That is, you know what, sister? That's the voice you keep hearing inside of you that belongs to the Holy Spirit, the creator, the universe. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you have... You could have a aunt show up like I did. I had aunt show up in my house, and I'm like, "What are you here for?" Blah, blah, blah. I was asking. So the message from the aunt was industriousness. I had been putting off, putting off, putting off, uploading my mm-hmm. videos Cuba to YouTube. Uh-huh. I've been putting, making excuses. When those aunts showed up, and I found out what what are you gonna do was the message. What are you gonna do? Okay. Okay, it wasn't no coincidence why I said that. It wasn't no coincidence why I just said that. What are you going to do? Like, Absolutely. And so uh, here's a comment from one of our uh, Facebook listeners. Zelda Speaks is our Monday morning mindfulness host, and she's listening Mm -hmm. in on Facebook. And she said, hate to say it, but pinching gets a better response than time out. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Neither one of them are, because I used to have to go to the corner and stand up and be and have my and have my leg up in the corner and didn't know why I was there. So, no. Make you think. It, you know what it does? It makes you stop and think. That's all. It you, does. You it does. It gives you time. That's it. May not get the answer right away, but what it does That's stop your, your behavior yep. is unacceptable to me, grandma, yep. or whoever. And you need to go wow. and sit over face up the wall and just <laughs> meditate. Think. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. And I, yeah, everything I, your life, everything your life teaches you something. And everybody's different. I did that to my son, my grandson. Yeah. He was his. I love it. I love the fact. That's the thing about me. I love the fact that everybody is different. My grandson was at a point where his behavior was off the chain and irritated me to Mm -hmm. no end. And I was trying to stay calm and observe this crazy behavior, irresponsible. So I pinched (laughs) him and he went to his, he cried, went to his room. He came out as a whole different person. I don't know what. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can best believe he was. Oh, you can definitely believe he was a whole different one. So here's what I think you've taught us, uh, Ashonda, is that every situation you listen to that voice within you. Yes. That's called yes. that's called intuition. That voice within yes. you, you know, is not. Yeah, you, you know, you, you can't walk away without it. You can't walk away without it. You can't. You can't. You can't tackle a situation without it, and you can't walk away from a situation without it. You know what I'm saying? You 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 won't yeah. win. You're not yeah. going to win. You're going to come out a loser. So, uh, Ashonda, we're at the end of the show. What can you give a, a, our audience how to contact you if they want to uh, hire you for any reason? Well, how do people get in touch with you? They can they inbox me. Just in, Facebook, just Ashonda Jackson. Okay. On Facebook, my picture that's on the flyer is on my name. Thank you. Just go okay. in my inbox for right now. Okay. Great. So, again, I applaud you. You beautiful Yay. sister. Keep up the good work and share this. If Yay. people don't know, have them come and listen to this show. Uh, we're on, uh-huh. I'm on YouTube. Viata's Tiny House Village. They can go there and listen okay. or they can go to alltalkradio.com, Female Solution, or they can go yes. to Facebook, Whole Purpose Healing. So join me on Sunday because we got a beautiful mm-hmm. sister coming on to talk about her journey and almost yes. losing her son and how she's now struggling with that fear of losing her child. But That's we're gonna right. get to and we're gonna have a victory over that issue. So you yes. get to go out go out there and be your powerful, beautiful self and keep up the good oh, work. Yes. And we'll be in touch, okay? Yes. All right. And we'll talk soon. All right. Hello. We've come We're to the end of our show today. Now you to can hear our every show in the archive at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution.
powerful millennial spirit. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. www.naimalatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci. Spain. Gracias. Italy. Gracias. Egypt. Shukran. Ghana. Medasi. Nigeria. Eshe. South Africa. Ngiabonga. Senegal. Geret. Kenya. Asante. Israel. Toda. Pakistan. Shukriya. Afghanistan. Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shalom. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.